Is it October or Downtober for a Bitcoin? Solana is fighting off another outage and is Banker going to burn some coins? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will of course talk again about Bitcoin and Ethereum, the king and queen of the cryptocurrency world. But then we'll also jump into Solana because some good news and some bad news happening there as well. And towards the end, we'll also talk about Banker, specifically a new coin that you can trade on Swissquote right now. But let's jump into this interesting headline. The best-selling author of the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, calls Bitcoin a buying opportunity as the US dollar surges. Now, Robert Kiyosaki is active in the personal finance space and since the pandemic and the crisis, he's actually talking a lot about Bitcoin or specifically buying Bitcoin. In this tweet specifically, he's saying buying opportunity. If the Fed continues raising interest rates, US dollar will get stronger, causing gold and Bitcoin prices to go lower. He's then saying buy more when the Fed pivots and drops interest rates as England just did. You will smile while others cry. Take care. Now, Robert Kiyosaki is an interesting figure in this space, specifically because he's saying that Bitcoin actually doesn't have any value. But technically, if you look at money, money also doesn't have any value if you don't trust it. So he's saying that as long as there is trust into this specific system, that there will be a specific value to Bitcoin as well. And in the last couple of months, he also talked about the fact that he was very, very bullish on gold and silver, but also on Bitcoin. So he's kind of building up his lungs when it comes to Bitcoin. And he's, of course, referring as well to the event that happened last week with the Bank of England, some chaos there. And he is expecting something similar to going to happen to the US dollar as well. Now, will it happen? Will it not happen? That remains to be seen. However, Robert Kiyosaki seems to be quite bullish when it comes to Bitcoin. Not so bullish is this headline right here. Bitcoin climate impact is greater than gold mining study shows. Now a new study has come out of the University of New Mexico and they have published it in the journal Scientific Reports and they have looked at the climate cost of various commodities as a portion of their overall market cap and there Bitcoin is actually leaving a really really bad taste because they are saying that gold compared to the value it has provided is much much less uh, of an impact when it came to climate. If you compare it to other commodities but also for example to cattle or pork you can see that it is very similar to cattle pork but not actually comparable to digital gold or actually gold in this case because gold has such a great value it is even saying here that is comparable to beef so they're referring to uh, 35 percent of its market value so the climate damage is actually this amount and that is comparable to beef which causes harm equal to 33 percent of its market or natural gas 
which hits even 46%. Now, this is an interesting comparison, especially with, of course, the kind of market value of Bitcoin. So the question is, if the market value would increase, this number would technically decrease. So it is a very short-term figure, in my opinion. But again, it is another headline that is causing Bitcoin some trouble. And if we look at the chart, we can see again the range trade that I've mentioned last week still in play. We're still kind of in this ranging zone, but the market is super, super shaky. I would expect this actually to break as soon as kind of major news, such as any news with Credit Suisse, for example, would drop in any capacity. So the market is still a bit unsure as to how to handle October. Now, October is technically the, had, had the term October in the crypto world, but now it looks like a downtober for at least a Bitcoin and its other cryptocurrencies. We'll also discuss kind of the post-merge uh, developments on Ethereum here, specifically ETHW, referring to the ETH POW, surges as Binance launches Ethereum proof of work mining pool. Now, mining pools are kind of bigger organizations where you can participate with less energy if you want to mine specific cryptocurrencies. And as you know, just a couple of weeks ago, Ethereum was still a proof of work network, but since then has moved to proof of stake. And now a fork has appeared called ETHW, referring to ETHPOW. Now this specifically, of course, needs mining pools as well. And in this case, Binance or specifically their product Binance pool is also announcing a mining pool. They will even kind of drop the fees until October 29th in order to increase the value that is being locked or created by the miners. So it is interesting to see that a major exchange in this case, for example, is supporting ETHW, while the major Ethereum community is focusing on proof of stake. Now talking about mining, we can also talk about this very interesting partnership. So T-Mobile parent Deutsche Telekom launches Ethereum validator and staking support. Now this is interesting because T-Mobile or the Deutsche Telekom specifically has had its kind of ups and downs with blockchain technology. In this case though, their specific daughter company T-Systems Multimedia Solutions, so MMS, their division is working with the proof of stake app and DAO stakewise to operate a pool allowing customers to take part in validating transactions with having, without having to run a validator themselves. Now, of course, running a validator is still quite expensive. You do need 32 ETH, which is about the equivalent of 48,000 US dollars. And that, of course, is a big barrier for a lot of smaller investors. That in turn has caused some interesting staking services such as Lido Finance or in this case, Stakewise to pop up and offer kind of liquid staking or partial staking as well, meaning you can probably participate with much, much less than 32 Ethereum. And that, of course, is quite interesting. Now, let's talk also about the future of Ethereum. Vitalik Buterin was in an interview with Wired magazine. And one of the big question is what is happening after the merge? And he is saying specifically scaling is really the big one. He was referring to the merge as a 
technological innovation that has had its preparation in the last eight years and now they can finally focus on the topic of scaling. Now proof of stake was actually the groundwork in order for Ethereum to scale so it is expected for the Ethereum Foundation to shift its focus towards scaling. How they will scale that is a really interesting question because the Ethereum network right now is between 15 to 20 transactions per second and his goal or specifically the scaling goal is to get some somewhere between 5,000 and 100,000 transactions per second making Ethereum de facto a very valid competitor to for example Solana which is in the area of 20 to 40,000 transactions per second. Now the Ethereum chart looks very similar again a bit shakiness a bit volatility in the market so I would expect this to drop as well if and when the Credit Suisse news would drop that they are for example insolvent or that they will be broken off in any kind of capacity because the markets wouldn't react really well to that. So around 2900 we're sitting at right now you can of course try to trade the bounce but I would be very very careful and I would set some very tight risk um, uh, stops here specifically because I do expect again this zone of sub thousand US dollars to be touched very soon. Uh, talking about Ethereum killers as well we have to talk about Solana and I've mentioned it a couple of times. Solana has had many outages in the last couple of months again on Friday. Here specifically it says it appears a misconfigured node caused an unrecoverable partition in the network. The Solana validator behind, behind stake with this is not compared this is not the same as stake wise um, that has tweeted about the incident. Since then the Solana network is running again and the CEO of the Solana Labs here Anatoly Yakovenko has also mentioned that their outages have been their curse in the last couple of months. It is not all negative in the Solana ecosystem because a Solana developer platform Coral raises 20 million US dollars which is led by FTX Jump Crypto to build Web3's iPhone. Now the startup has created a platform called Anchor and which is essentially the most popular smart contract developer platform on Solana. It could become the Web3 or the iPhone of the Solana or the blockchain world. So quite an interesting and big comparison if you ask me. But in any case it just shows we need better developer tools, we need more developers and we need more innovative tools in order to make blockchain go mainstream. So it will be quite interesting to see whether Coral will turn Anchor into something uh, that is majorly used by the developers. In any case for Solana's chart or price chart it hasn't had any kind of big effect. Of course the outage of Solana didn't help but it is still clinging to that around 30 US dollar or 32 US dollar line that I've drawn here a couple of weeks ago and I still expect this to drop and then it will become a very interesting buying opportunity if Solana drops to 21 US dollars. Again this is very very shaky so I'd be if you want to trade the bounce here towards 42 US dollars set some really tight stop losses in order to not get wiped out here. 
Now let's talk about Banker again. I've mentioned it in the beginning, a new crypto you can trade on Swissquote. And the interesting part with Banker is right now that the DAO, so the Decentralized Autonomous Organization, is voting specifically on a token burn, which ideally will have a psychological effect on the market participant and essentially build up the price of a banker. Now the BNT token, if we jump in to the chart, looks really terrible, kind of from the last couple of months. Of course, the shock that we've had in the last couple of months since May has also caused banker the banker token to drop a lot. And it has now reached essentially November 20 levels. And here, even May 20 levels, so before the big DeFi jump and then the big kind of um, crypto uh, bull run that we've had so it will be quite interesting to see whether a token burn will essentially uh, ele elevate the bnt token price right now it sits at around 42 cents and it will probably drop or break this 40 cent line that i've drawn here essentially because again the market is super volatile so you have to be very very careful when trading in these conditions again banker as a concept is quite interesting because they uh, essentially allow or disallow impermanent loss with an interesting mechanic so make sure that you check this out before trading it actually but again the banker token could be an interesting trade if you believe in the long-term vision of DeFi. that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other interesting crypto news i will see you on the next one have a good one